This is an AMI podcast. Becoming fearless isn't the point. That's impossible. It's learning how to control your fear and how to be free from it. Welcome to AMI Audiobook Review, where we talk all things audiobooks. I'm Ramia Amudin, the host of the show here with Nisreen Abdel-Majid. And that quote that you just heard is from the Divergent series, written by Veronica Roth. And this is a series that I read a long time ago, long-ish, long enough that I it feels pretty old to me. Uh, and I feel like I need to revisit the series, but I do remember very much enjoying it. And as we've been giving you throughout January quotes from different popularized fantasy-themed novels, I thought maybe today we would take it a little more modern because we we heard a lot of the uh, definite fantasy stuff, whereas this one, it's just taken on the, the fantasy coat. But you may think of it more like realistic, human kind of being able to get on a relatable level with it. That's what this series kind of feels to me. So Divergent, again, Veronica Roth, if you haven't checked it out, I recommend it with with my vague notions. (laughs) Nazreen, you're familiar with this series, Trilogy. Yes. Yes, I watched all of them. I liked it. Okay. Okay, awesome. So there you go. Two of us recommend it. And thanks for listening. Let's start, as we always do, with the featured titles from the SELA homepage, the Center for Equitable Library Access, selalibrary.ca. And the featured titles for this week are Our Darkest Night by Jennifer Robson. This is a multicultural fiction category. We also have Their Plant Eyes, which we talked in depth about last week by M. Leona Godin. And this is a blindness and low vision perspective. The third and final one on the featured titles is Danger in Numbers by Heather Graham. Suspense and thriller. So we're going to chat a little bit more about this later on. But Nazreen, we have a lot to talk about when it comes to what's trending. Yeah, so dementia is trending in Canada, and you'll be seeing it in your trending list throughout the month of January because it is Alzheimer's Awareness Month. Here are the best recommended Alzheimer's audiobooks you need to get into. The End of Alzheimer's, the first program to prevent and reverse cognitive decline by Dale Bredson. Uh, Next is the XX uh, Brain, the groundbreaking science empowering women to maximize cognitive health and prevent Alzheimer's disease. Younger by Sarah Gottfried. The Inheritance, a family on the front lines of the battle against Alzheimer's disease. And another great audiobook to check out is A Deeper Perspective on Alzheimer's and Other Dementias. So great reads here. Next, we're going to talk about is Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday was earlier this month. And to celebrate his legacy, I would recommend checking out the autobiography of Martin Luther King Jr. on audible.ca. There are actually a number of audiobooks that illuminate his legacy, like The Letter from Birmingham Jail, The Radical King, and another one is Becoming King. So there you go. You're going to be busy in January for reads. 
Seriously, yeah. And of course, any of the uh, Martin Luther King Jr. titles that you want to check out, some of them probably get into a lot of the history and uh, social justice work that he gets into, obviously, um, is preparation for black history, where mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, you know, dedicate a lot of content about black history and just history in general when we're talking through February on the show. But appreciate that you highlighted that. And going back to Alzheimer's as well, Niz, I think that there are a lot of ways that you could tap into this content for Alzheimer's Awareness Month, which is now, as you pointed out, mm-hmm. um, because you or someone you know might be at the crossroads of dealing with Alzheimer's right now. And therefore, you want to kind of learn a little, right? Learn a little, talk a little bit more about it, get into the subject matter. But then again, one of the titles you mentioned is just reading this book will help you with Alzheimer's on a very practical level. Maybe the the kinds of things that are being talked about, maybe it's just the form of yeah. writing. And I'm curious about how that would sit as an audiobook, because of course the narration will make yeah. a, a, an impact on how you receive that book. Yeah. So I think reading, uh, listening to these audiobooks, it helps you understand what people living with dementia experience in their day-to-day lives or even their Mm -hmm. loved ones that have people who experience uh, dementia, their struggles, their successes, and their hopes. And there's so many ways to help, but you have to educate yourself about dementia, about Alzheimer's. And while Alzheimer's Awareness Month may stop at the end of January, the experiences of people who live with dementia do not. So getting Mm -hmm. into these reads, I feel like will help you understand what it's like and how you can help, how you can lend a hand in the community, how you can get involved. And just to to notice the impact on Canadians dementia has. Yeah, for real. And on a even on a very everyday, you know, kind and loving kind of level, the kind of ways that you can spend time with your loved ones as they go through dementia, as you go through uh, the the obstacles and challenges with them is maybe to settle down with one of these audiobooks together, right? And to spend that quality time together because, of course, you're reinventing mm-hmm. um, a lot of the ways that you know each other now and, and the ways that you interact and socialize and the amount of time spent together. So, yes, there's definitely, you know, the, the learning process, the medical process, yeah. the absolute, you know, everything being turned on its head maybe is what you're going through. But some of the way of easing that might be literally to just sit down and listen to one of these audiobooks together. I think it's amazing. Thank you for featuring that. No problem. And I know it's a touching subject for many people. Like a lot of people know somebody who has Alzheimer's or has experienced, you know, being diagnosed with Alzheimer's. So it is a touching subject for many. And that's why Mm -hmm. getting into it and facing it and reading about it and listening to it is really important. And I totally recommend getting into that. As somebody who has a loved one who had Alzheimer's before, it's a difficult topic to face. So yeah, um, yeah, thought we'd get into it definitely in January. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you, Ness. Thanks for sharing those with us for what's trending. And it's time for pause or play. Of course, we're working down the list of featured titles from the SELA Library homepage. And the last one left for uh, this batch is Danger in Numbers by Heather Graham. This is falling under the suspense and thrillers category. So let me tell you just a little bit, not a not a big synopsis one here, but let me give you a bit of an overview and then we'll walk around the table if Find out if you would pause or play this one. Special agents Amy Lawson and Hunter Forrest team up to investigate a ritualistic murder. Hmm. Even with Hunter's insider knowledge of cults, the mystery is more dangerous than neither could have predicted. That's it. That's all they give us. So starting with you, Nazreen, pause or play on this thriller, which we know not too much about, but has a very specific theme, clearly. I never was interested in thriller books or movies, so I would give it a pass. However, it does sound suspenseful. Like, I I really want to know more about the synopsis. I wish they gave us more. Okay, all right. Pass for you for now. Amir, with not much being said on this, just knowing that it's a ritualistic murder. Sounds sounds a little bit like serial killing. And a cult background for one of these detectives. Pause or play. I'd probably give it a play just to see what it what it's about first. Uh, I always like the sort of police procedure type of books or murder mysteries, but I'm not so much into gore and things. And usually when people say ritualistic murder, it's usually a lot more bloody and gory than I'd like. So with a very little synopsis there, I'd probably give it a shot and see where it's going. And if I like it, I'll keep going. If it's not something to my taste, then But Emma, you, you'd go in with any book. Let's be real. Almost. Yeah, <laughs> right? it's the, uh, Most books, yeah. 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 Yeah, I think uh, right now, I think I'm a little uh, done with biographies at the moment. Even if it's not a play right now, it's a play later for most of Amir's choices, yeah? Yeah, Mm -hmm. a very, very long book list. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we we figured. Uh, But yeah, Danger in Numbers by by Heather Graham, suspense and thriller. I would potentially press play on this one. I'm very intrigued by anything cult, serial killer, this kind of drama. Um, of course, a serial killer, I'm I'm filling that in myself, right? I'm filling in the blanks myself to, to wonder what ritualistic murder could mean. But I am curious about this one. Again, not too much in the synopsis, so that's what kind of pulls me back. But for now, a play. And the voice that you're hearing is Amir Khan, aside from myself and Nizreen, that is. And this is because he joins us at the end of each month to chat a little bit about his audiobook listening throughout. And today's theme is Valentine's Day. So we're talking Valentine's Day with you now, a few weeks before actual Valentine's Day 2022, because the next time you're joining us will be after Valentine's Day. So you wanted to prep us with some things. Do you have some special stuff that we're going to start off the uh, conversation with today? Absolutely. So... I'm a big fan of Valentine's Day, as a lot of people know. And one of the things I really like to do during Valentine's Day is find some poems which are clever, fun, and pretty simple. Um, We're right at that point uh, in the year where we're just past New Year's and looking forward to Valentine's Day. So I decided to pick a local poem from a local writer who's unpublished. I chose three of them. And the first one is about New Year's and the sort of time of year uh, that we're going through right now. And Our very own Nasreen will read it up. A New Year Poem by AZ Linkletter Read by Nasreen Abdel-Majid It's a mix of the old and the new in the brand new 2022. 
We hide in our homes from the disease, waiting for the world's strain to ease. Putting away reindeer and Santa's sleigh, a new year with Valentine's on the way. Staying positive with a new attitude, we'll learn a new pandemic happy mood. The day of red can be so much fun. Pretend you're on holiday getting some sun. In your home or on the street, dance to the sound of the beat. Bob your head and tap your toes. Smile, laugh, and let your body flow. Be with loved ones on twos. Soundly beat this pandemic blues. Be safe, healthy, and strong. We are all right where we belong. Wow. I really like that one. I love the imagination behind what we could be pretending we're doing right now. Definitely, sure. definitely the beach theme. I love it. Yeah, and I think with the snow that we're most of us are getting right now, it'd be mm-hmm. kind of nice to imagine the beach and the sun and, and things like that. Totally. Um, Let's deny winter. Us, <laughs> exactly. We look forward In to summer, heads. as I like to say. Yeah. Um, and the next poem I chose has to do with the pandemic and friendship and, and things of that nature. A lot of us are indoors and sort of feeling a little bit trapped, but um, it, the poem really spoke to me. So I decided to select this one. Uh, and this one is being read by a mystery volunteer. A Letter of Friendship by AZ Linkletter. Use your imagination during these pandemic times. Take a breath and follow these few lines. Smile at your neighbors and take a look. Give someone a break and be a cook. Figure out something great to say and call a long-lost person to brighten their day. Hug someone close by if you can. Let them know you're a big fan. This won't make your heart sing or flip. This is a letter of gratitude and friendship. Authored January 2022. Give someone a break. Oh, I love it. Yes, I, the cooking one was a good suggestion. I say also maybe do someone's laundry, take the garbage out for someone. The suggestions are endless for friendship, right, Elmer? <laughs> Absolutely. Walk your dog, you know, that's that's always a good one yes! for a friend, you know. <laughs> Especially in this snow. Okay, that was a great choice. What else do we have? The last one I, I, I chose has to do with the sort of a classic Valentine's Day theme in terms of love and, uh, and romance and that. And I thought, who better to end these three poems than you, Ramya, our very own Ramya Hamilton. Valentine's Advice by A.Z. Linkletter. Read by Ramya Amuddin. The day of romance has arrived. Please don't let it pass you by. Take some advice and put on something nice. It's not so much about fashion, but it should inspire more than a little passion. Fan the flames of eternal love. Let it fly on the wings of turtle doves. Close your eyes and take each other by the hand. Pretend you have all your toes in the warm, soft sand. Feel the tropical breeze on your skin. Smell the ocean. Breathe it all in. Looking out to the clear blue sea, We are so good together, you and me. Two souls intertwined and reluctant to let go. Two hearts beating in time and waiting for the afterglow. Waking in the hazy gold morning light, my eyes fall upon your silhouette, my spirit takes flight. How to end this special night and day? I have no idea, but perhaps... There's nothing much left to say.
authored February 2021. Shout out to AZ Linkletter giving us the Valentine's advice, talking a little about what friendship could look like during the pandemic, and of course, getting us into the new year. Thanks for choosing these, Amir. We really appreciate that. Oh, you're very welcome. It was my pleasure. Awesome. And a great way to start talking about what books you're reading right now. Is there any, a little bit of a romance theme going on here? Oh, absolutely. So I've been looking for some books for the book club, my Amr's Evening Book Club for February. So I've been in the Valentine's and romance sort of book genre for a couple of weeks now and trying to sort through a whole lot. And um, the one that grabbed my attention the most is the series I'm still reading right now called Eagle Elite by Rachel Van Dyken. And it's just a very funny, very fun, slightly unusual uh, set of books. It's one of those series that you really don't want to spoil it for people by telling them too much about it. In terms of themes and things, the way I usually explain it to to people is it's somewhere between a mix of The Princess Diaries and The Selection Series by Kiera Cass, but a much more adult sort of version of, of, of a combination of those two. The books are, are a whole lot of fun. Um, there's about seven, uh, seven or ten of them. Um, she's continuing the series and you know, in classic sort of modern fashion, going back and writing prequels and things like that too. So, the books are a lot of fun to to not only read forwards but backwards in a sense as well. Do you find it hard to try to find certain kind of themed books when you're actually looking for them, if it's not in your own archives, of, of course, because then there's just going with popular choices or, or classics that people may already know of, right? Yeah, for myself, not so much. But for the book club, I find it's it's a little bit trickier for me mm-hmm. um, just because, you're, you know, there's certain books that are a little bit too violent or a little bit too uh, graphic in terms of romance or, or those types of things. And, you know, there's some fantastic authors out there, but you know, you read the entire book and one scene comes in and you're like, nah, I can't do this. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, you, know, you, you don't run into those types of conundrums, uh, especially when you're trying to appeal to a more wider audience. But there are certain authors which are very, very well known for for the romance genre. You have your Nora Roberts, you know, uh, Daniel Steele, as well as uh, Nicholas Sparks. I give Nicholas Sparks a try and. For, for me personally, this is one of the very, very few authors who I read where I would probably enjoy the movie more than I would enjoy his writing. Really? Um, what, yeah, too much emotion? Uh, no, I think it's just he has <laughs> fantastic plot lines um, and, and storylines, which I really appreciate. But the writing quality isn't, you know, something I, I enjoy too much. Okay. Um, so I'd rather watch a two-hour movie than than read, you know, his four or six, seven-hour books with regards to you know, human narration. So, um, and a four to seven-hour book is not super long anyway in in the the bigger picture. So uh, they do make for great movies. Any of the movies, exactly. And, that I, were and I find the pace yeah. the pace is rather slow for the books too. So even though it's only mm. a four to seven-hour book, it feels a lot longer, which is <laughs> not ideal for most people. <laughs> I know we've been looking at some from fantasy books, especially this month, in, in terms of quotes and, and different uh, genres and series, especially the popular ones. Right. But, uh, one I actually wanted to to mention, which actually crosses both fantasy and romance, uh, is one by Dennis Jones, the author's name, and the name of the book is the The Stone and the Maiden, and it's sort of like a classic fantasy adventure novel where you know it's one it's one of these like sort of big movie or big book type of things where you know you have a lost uh, two lost people who are trying to find each other and trying to save the world kind of thing. And 
there's a little bit of magic, a little bit of romance, and a little bit of everything in the book. Um, it's not, you know, your Lord of the Rings or, or anything like that. There's only two books mm-hmm. in the series. And honestly, the first book is, is, the, is the better one. And the second one is sort of a second generation continuation. So it's not really necessary to read. But the unique thing about Dennis Jones is that most of his books are about spies and the Cold War. So I was, <laughs> that's what intrigued me about this author, because I read most of his spy novels. And then there's these two fantasy books, which are sort of right. out of sync. So um, sometimes Isn't authors that interesting? Will really surprise you. So Yeah, and or, or you know what, um, or they know, I, I kind of think of this as like musicians and artists, they know what would hit the charts, but they're also just super curious about writing about, you know, this or that. And then they kind of experiment that way, I guess, without a pen name. Yeah, and, and some authors are known for one thing. They try something new, and then they become known for that. Some somebody like right. Jonathan Mayberry, who was super famous for his martial arts type books, uh, was actually uh, almost convinced by his publisher, I believe, to use a pseudonym before writing his sort of monster and vampire books, which he's now mostly well known for in terms of you know he's the monster writer. But but you never know. Another romance book I did want to mention. Uh, last time I was on the show, I mentioned Helen Hong's books with regards to. Uh, romance books which were from the perspective of somebody on the autism perspective and I came across another novel which of a similar sort of theme by Tracy Garvis Graves Um, the book title is called uh, The Girl He Used to Know Um, Mm. and and it's a very interesting book there are tons of surprises and things it's one of these books where you read it and either you're going to enjoy it or you're not (laughs) and there's not much room in between but it has quite a few surprises in store for you uh, as you read the book. So, Now, when you p- pick something like this, Amir, because you in- enjoyed the other novels with similar, you know, concepts, right? And, um, you know, romance with disability, I guess. Do you find mm-hmm. that when you go into the other ones, you're kind of looking for similarities in writing? Or, or do you really go in as an open book and just say, hey, I enjoyed this theme. I want to keep going with it. Actually, none, because I actually came across this book by accident. Oh, um, okay. So, so I, totally. I was just looking for romance books in general. So, you know, I was just doing, you know, what anybody would do in terms of Google or go to Goodreads or whatever lists that you right. can find on the internet. And, you know, seeing what, you know, what people liked and didn't like. And this sounded interesting to me in terms of a title. Titles always grab me first. And I started reading it and I'm like, wait, this sounds something like Helen Hong's book. And as you read it, 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 it does become a lot clearer. Um, so it's more of a sort of analytical detective piece from my side to say, oh, yeah, this is this is a similar book to Helen Hong's book. Um, a lot of people enjoy reading and trying to get as much as they can out of the synopsis. Uh, I'm the opposite. I, <laughs> I barely glance at synopsis. because um, Oh, I like so that really surprised. short one for pause or play works for you. You're good with that. <laughs> that one's a little, a little thin for me. Like I said, there's there's things that I don't like about some books, which I will stay away from. Like you know, like I said, the blood and gore. If it's it's a little bit uh-huh. too bloody and gory, um, and, or if the book just doesn't make any sense from a logical perspective, uh, you know, that's that's something I'll. But for the most part, I mean, the synopsis, you know, can lead you in different directions. So I just avoid them. I just you know, actually try to read the book first and see right. if it's going where where I like it to go, or if it's written in a style that I can understand. We just got a, a minute or so left. Anything else you want to squeeze in for this pre-Valentine's episode with you? There are some books that are that are out there that are more action-based with with a little bit of romance tossed in or an underpinning of romance. Oh, nice. And maybe next month I'll, I'll go into a little bit more about mysteries and things and 
One of my favorites right now is uh, the Eve Dallas series written by uh, J.D. Robb, who is uh, the pen name of Nora Roberts. But yeah, leave more discussion on that for next time. Oh, absolutely. And you can't stop talking about that series. So I'm super excited to actually dedicate one of these uh, chats with you on that. Thank you so much, Amir. And thanks again for featuring AZ Linkletter on uh, the show today. That was really cool, too, to hear some poetry for a change. Love it. My pleasure. Take care, everyone. Amir Khan is our audiobook worm. He joins us at the end of the month to chat a little uh, book action, what he's reading, what he recommends. And this was a little bit of a pre-Valentine's Day chat with him. That's also it for AMI Audiobook Review this week. Thanks for listening. And until next week, happy audiobook listening. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.